1: 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now right rug flooring
0: you know you've got a comeback in you when you take the next step you're going to make it count for your career for your family for your life You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Now, I know they want us to talk about Deion Third, but we can't talk about Deion Sanders this week.
3: We can't.
2: Fine. That that story's going to continue to unfold. It's relationship fair this week.
3: True, true, true.
2: Now Hiring. Good morning, America. Co-host T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach have been <laughs> temporarily taken off the air after it has been exposed that they've been fucking each other and they're about to divorce their respective spouses. Goddamn. What? The affair was wow. exposed not too long ago, uh, a little earlier this fall, and uh, a lot of public outcry against both of them
4: because
2: hmm. they both married. And mm-hmm. Turns out all along, they been getting it on. And now they're ready to make it official. Well,
3: mm-hmm.
2: relationship got off to a rocky start, and now the public is saying that you
4: can't be on air. I, I think they should still be allowed to be on air. Rod, what say you? I do not support this, but I also don't think they should be kicked off the air. It's been great for the ratings over at GMA3, goddamn. Really? Man. Who's watching the second mm-hmm. one? You know what I mean? But they, they've said themselves that it was great for ratings and that they let them on the air and then they had another meeting and now they've been suspended. But do I think what they did was egregious enough against company policy or the social contract they have with the viewers? No, you know, but if you're going to be fucking people at work and bringing this type of drama, If they take you off the air, you have to accept that.
2: It's got, but it's got to be a lot of stress on whoever's replacing them. Like that's a lot of pressure to be the person on TV after the two co-hosts who have an affair because
4: people love mess.
3: (laughs) Is the pressure coming in replacing the two people fucking or is the pressure coming in figuring out who you should fuck next so that you can keep the chain going? Like, where is the pressure? Like, I don't understand.
4: The, the pressure is definitely in, like, keeping people interested in this show. And nothing had people more. In- I had never heard of Good Morning America 3. I don't live in New York. I've never heard of GMA 3 <laughs> until they said those two people. Oh was God, I'm in Jersey. I'm right around the corner.
3: I, come on, man. Now I'm going to watch it.
2: As a former guest of Good Morning America 3, that's the opinions of Rod and Ralph, and I really hope that if the producers of Good Morning America are listening, you'll still have me on the show. I ain't the one kicking the shit up. That's just <laughs> start the show. Fuck <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <next>. <laughs> what did we say that was bad? <laughs> what did we say? We <laughs>
4: had never heard that. That was bad. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> like four hours of gma like i literally that? said this was great for the show because i had heard of it before they started right i'm watching
2: it now <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all talked all over the theme song my name is roy <laughs> <laughs> this is rod's relationship fair let's go we are talking truck driving today we are going to talk To the men and women who deliver all of the shit that you need. And I bet you didn't know that every now and then they pull over off to the side of the road and pull out their meat and play with it and let other people touch it for money. Mm -mm. Meat
4: to meat. Transactions. No.
2: (laughs) That's what we're going to talk about today. Average truck driver makes about sixty-nine to seventy thousand dollars a year. Thank you, okay. Rhonda. And you can get paid by the load, you can get paid by the mile. It's a challenging job. So I understand why sex is a big part of it. Number one, there's travel, you mm-hmm. know. And we talked about that with the last relationship fair a couple mm-hmm. ago when we were talking about the military sex.
4: Mm-hmm. You in another
2: place, you get lonely.
4: I don't like that political correct bullshit way people like to phrase that type of stuff about you on the road, you get lonely. You ain't lonely. You want to fuck something.
3: You're horny. Nah, horny. is a difference. I'd
2: agree. I hate the fact that people badmouth truckers and you mm-hmm. hate 18 wheelers when everything that you need in your life was brought by either a truck. Or a train. Yeah. Don't talk to me about airplanes and ships that get the shit to the port. But once it's time to bring it to you, anytime something out of stock, the first thing the, the the employees say, we don't, we gotta wait on the truck. That's right. We gotta wait on the truck to come in. So we're gonna celebrate these truck drivers and figure out the ways that they all get to bust a nut. But first, Cody's most outstanding employee of the week, CMO, is a uh, TJ Holmes. <laughs> Having two affairs at work, wow. and keeping his Why?
5: job. What about Amy, real boss? See
2: all the yeah. with One person. Amy didn't run it go. back twice. Yeah. If you are gonna he do did. trash, I, I, I never do called do TJ.
4: Trash. said he was, I trash. He he said he was trash. I called them both trash. Why do we need a we said He was CMO. How is that trash? Right.
5: Because <laughs> you're choosing someone who's trashed as CMO. So you might as well get them both. They like to be together anyway. You making trash CMO? So add the other one. So
2: <laughs> that's that's the quickest CMO in the history of the show.
3: <laughs> Ever. Holy hell.
5: Two for the price of one.
2: But now, Jacqueline, as is customary with every relationship fair, what? one engagement story. She promised us last, <laughs> last relationship fair, a story about loose diamonds. So, uh, JG?
5: Yeah, I got loose diamonds. I can make it short.
2: Tell us about the loose diamonds, Jack.
5: I popped over to his house to see him so we could have lunch or either dinner or something. He had this beautiful puppy, and the puppy kept scratching at the sofa. And I'm like, well, what is this puppy after? What is under that sofa? So I lifted up the cushion. It was a nice velvet bag. I opened the velvet bag and it was a bunch of loose diamonds in it. You know what happened when you see loose diamonds. You're about to get engaged. There you go.
4: I don't think anybody- Ever. Has ever said that in the annals of diamond history. Ever. Oh shit, it's a loose diamond. Loose diamonds, you know what that means. Somebody about to get proposed to. Right. Not not, not even in medieval times did a motherfucker get down on one knee and present a handful of jewels and ask somebody to marry him. He didn't
5: present me with loose diamonds. Whatever. He chose the diamonds to build out the ring.
4: And then you chose the sledgehammer to tear that motherfucker down. <laughs> That's not true. So that's it. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Why didn't y'all get married? Because I I don't know if people realize this or not, but you've been married once, proposed to four and a half times, and you said yes to every proposal and then changed your mind later. So You
5: have to say yes so you can get out of that Rod. Somebody could kill you.
4: (laughs) I know once you're done with them, they just kind of disappear from history. I know. When I... (laughs)
5: When they're out of sight, they're out of mind.
4: Now, once once Jacqueline breaks up with somebody, they they, they never existed. They get eternal sunshine of the spotless mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right. All right. That's a, that's enough of that. Um, it's time to get into this relationship fair. Now, I first guess now, see, every time I find out something new about you, Rod, it's just another layer of fascination. I don't know why I just assumed you were an only child. Mm. I don't, for whatever reason, just the, the places your imagination goes suggest that no one <laughs> talks to you a lot. And <laughs> <What>? <laughs> we talk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and normally, JG run the intro, but Rod, I'm going to let you bless us with this first guest for the relationship fair. Who's on the line, Rod?
4: Today, we've got a trucker who's been added. For a very long time, he knows all the ins and outs of trucking, trucking, sucking, trucking, sucking, and fucking. Please, (laughs) job fair listeners, please welcome the most special guest I've seen on the show, my brother, (laughs) Tony Mack. Tony Mack. Tony,
6: what's up? Tony. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's up? How
7: y'all doing?
6: (laughs) (laughs) How y'all are wilding? First things
2: first, Tony Mac, do you come to us from parts unknown in Middle Tennessee? And do you drink peanut butter whiskey like Rod?
6: I drink the peanut butter whiskey, got me on that. I'm not from Tennessee, so
4: nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in cans now. They're making it in cans now. I mean oh shit. You can get a hundred milliliter <laughs> can of straight oh, for real? peanut butter whiskey. And you can mix it or drink it straight. Oh, yeah.
2: Now, the world of truck driving, first and foremost, thank you for what you do. I do think that yes. truck driving is a very unsung occupation because if truckers stop, the economy stops. Best thing about the job, worst thing about the job?
6: I mean, I guess it depends. Um, is The money is pretty good. Um, if you like like, kind of, you know, making your own hours and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it's good. Um Worst thing about it is dealing with like people on the road and just, um you know, the, the, as much as you got to be on the road, or whatever, you know, you can't be at home. So if you got people at home, it's hard to be there.
5: I'm curious, what's the weirdest thing you ever hauled?
6: I don't know. I hadn't hauled anything weird. I remember one time, though, they gave I had a, a pharmaceutical load and the thing was one box on one pallet and they sent it from Indiana to Florida and they paid a grip for me to do that.
5: And you didn't trans-
4: ask them what COVID. that was. No, because when I, because when I, no, oh, that was long, it was long, long. Mm. and before we knew about it.
6: <laughs> it was, well, okay, it was before we knew about COVID, mm. but no, nah, when I
4: got to when we got
6: to the place or whatever, they had the ATF out there and everything. So I just figured Whoa.
3: I don't need to ask no yeah, questions.
4: You was, tra- you was boy COVID. <laughs> it
3: was COVID or anthrax? COVID like or anthrax? At
6: Eighteen
5: Willa. <laughs> One thing before you get to the heart of it, boy. I'm just curious. What can we as drivers do to help you guys? Like me and my little car.
6: Get out of the way.
3: <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> but back to JG's
2: question, though. So get out of the way. I tend to not, I try not to ride in the hip pocket or like that blind spot of a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Like get get right the hell out of Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So get the fuck past. Exactly.
6: Speed up, get by, do yeah, go ahead, speed up, get on by. It's like if I see you, I'd rather you go ahead and get out of the way and just go, go ahead and pass. I'll slow down and eat whatever I need to do to let you get by. So you can get by and I can go on by my business because something happens and I need to, to jump, to get over or do anything, I'd rather that lane that that's that have that space. So if I need to slow down, let your own like when people get in the, like the worst thing is like when people get in their own ramps. Or getting getting when they coming on, they'll see the truck. A lot of people will rush out there. Then once they see the truck, they'll wanna slow down. It's like, no, you rush your ass out there, please mm-hmm. go. Now to slow down a little bit. So if you go ahead and go, I won't run into the back of you. But if you keep stopping, I mean you don't run into the back of you, I'm gonna run you off the road, one of the two.
2: Let's get to the shit, Tony.
6: <laughs> the shit. Huh?
2: You get to these truck stops this shit and now i've been told that the whole lot lizard game then dried up like it ain't people just standing on the curb like it's 1988 crack era prostitution that
6: game's not yeah that that game over with for the most part
2: so then am i going on the thrifty nickel am i
6: going Wow. wow
3: not the thrifty nickel
6: how? I didn't even know they still made the thrifty nipple. <laughs>
5: uh, Somebody just had a birthday, Tony. They're a little bit it's older. It's perpetual in 1986 at
6: Roy's mind. I mean, I'm old too, but still <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought they started making the thr- I thought they start making all papers actually.
2: But no, no, without and I'm not telling you to snitch on all of your fellow drivers, but how does that ecosystem work? Because it seems like a place where prostitution to a degree. you don't hear about big prostitution stings at a truck stop at least I don't no. when you hear about big law enforcement busts and arrests so it seems like something to a degree that culture of sex work is allowed within that space so is that happening at the truck stop is that happening in the cab do you have to get a little sleep and fuck motel for 40 dollars off the side of the road how a truck is busting nuts tony, <laughs>
6: oh,
5: tony. <laughs> He's tickled.
6: oh my god look here man um <laughs> the, 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 the prostitution game i really don't know a whole lot about that um i don't really see him out here when i'm out here uh, it's too easy to get online and just get you a free bitch. I mean, <laughs> why are you going to paying for shit? Yeah, you Rob's brother. Chicks love to come out here and jump in your truck and stuff. Man, shit, they, they, don't matter what city you're in. Just get on Tinder or whatever other app you get on. Holler wait, at a little chick. She'll come meet you somewhere.
2: Wait, <laughs> truck has got groupies like they do. Hey, baby, come hop in my truck and fuck me on the way to Toledo. You
6: know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. hey. I've heard plenty of chicks uh, talking talk about they had fantasies about getting up in the truck and uh, getting fucked in the truck. Really?
2: I, yeah. Mm. <laughs> While shipping the cure for AIDS.
6: <laughs> right. I'm saying, like, hey. I got something for you. Come on, get in there. Mm-hmm.
2: How much fucking is happening on the road amongst other truck drivers? Specifically, women truck drivers. Mm. Sure.
6: Um, it happens all the time. Um, you know, you people meet up. They, You know what I'm saying? Um, whether they meet up at a, hot, um, at a truck stop or... Um, Y'all work for the same company or something? You meet up at, a, at one of the terminals or something? Yeah,
4: yeah. Headquarters and them them company parties.
6: Yeah, come, Hey, Christmas party. I'm telling you, I hear about it all the time. Matter of fact, I just got an email about ours. <laughs> oh, well, you're having y'all a, y'all Christmas have a Christmas party, party, really? Oh, that's dope. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. They get and they get fucked we, up. We too. don't
5: have a Christmas party, Tony.
6: Oh, I'm so sorry for you. We get like yeah. free food, free drinks all Nobody. night. Wow. wow, that's that must be mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, Come on, Tony. it
4: is. It is. Crazy. Nice. He said that like he' not in charge of the show, <laughs> not right? But he has like nothing at all, not it. It at all to do with Nothing I, with it. Yeah. I wish they do something like that for us. Man, that would be great. <laughs> <wouldn't it?
3: laughs>
6: I mean, you know what I'm saying? That would be very nice, man.
2: No, but how do like? And I'm and I only know what I know. So just give me the game, like, because trucking, as I understand it, is a very solitary job. So, it is. if you got somebody and you get your load and your load is taking you northbound up 65, and the girl you fucking her load is taking her up 85, y'all going two different directions. How do y'all we schedule are- the fucking? Did break yeah, a break or break well, nine, break a break of a big nine on the coochie check, or nine, uh, or a big <laughs> dog on the smoker.
6: <laughs> well, then I guess hey, if, y- if I'm going up 65 and she's going up 85, then we ain't fucking um <laughs> to, <laughs> we, gonna have to, we gonna have to call and we got where well, where we gonna get a load somewhere that's gonna uh, <laughs> we gonna cross paths somewhere uh <laughs> You know, you might want to get you more than one chick, so you don't necessarily get in that situation. So, That's hey, if that right. one ain't, you know, going up 85, you got to somebody else to call. Maybe she come across 40. Maybe I can meet you up in, 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 in uh, Nashville somewhere, you know. Yeah. <laughs> coming so so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
7: know?
3: Hey, Tony, I'm going to tell you right now, bro, I love your logistical thinking, bro. Your logistics <laughs> is on it, bro.
4: Now, Tony did have a brush with a very coy prostitute one time. Oh! Oh, boy!
6: Wow. <laughs> oh, my God! All right, I was um, I was somewhere apart. and um, I think I was in South Carolina, and I was I'm in the back chilling, about to go, watching some TV, about to go to sleep, and uh, I hear a little knock on the door, or whatever. So I come out, I look, some little chick standing at my, at my um, at my at, at my passenger door. So I'm like, okay, what the hell? But I see somebody, like, moving a truck or something. So I'm thinking, okay, they be been ask me, like, to move or do something so they can get in or whatever, or watch them or whatever. I, I hit my, So I hit my window or whatever, and I'm like, yo, what's up? And the chick just went to start, like, holding conversation or whatever. And I'm like, okay. So then the dude who was bagging the truck, he went on went back, and So I figured, okay, well, she ain't with him. So she started just, just talking to me or whatever. Then she went to telling me that, hey, I'm, you know, I got, I'm out here with my cousin. So my cousin, she over there in this truck started pointing at some truck. And like, he she in there getting fucked. Then I was like, What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she in there with this truck and she getting fucked. I'm like, you want me to call 911? I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck you telling <laughs> <gonna> people? <be, bro?" laughs> she like, no, so she like she just went to me, went back to talking, but she kept bringing up the fact that her cousin was getting fucked. So then after a while, she was like, Hey, you wanna see my cousin? I was like, I'm you know, she playing with her phone. So I'm thinking, okay, she's gonna show me a picture of her cousin. All of oh, a sudden, so she shows me a video of her cousin sucking some huge ass dick, and I'm like, "Oh, oh shit, shit. What
3: the fuck? okay."
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what shit. is
3: happening right now? That's your cousin,
6: <laughs> right? So, you know, that so she like, "So you good?" You know, what I'm saying? you, you know, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I'm straight." She, <laughs> she's she's like, showing <laughs> you recruitment <laughs> tape, right? Yeah. Right. And so she said there for me. She's like, "Well." You sure you okay? You, you know what I'm saying? I come keep you company or something. It's just my cousin over there. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to be all right. I got to get up early in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so so, so <laughs> she was like, well, I'm going to go chill out here. I'm like, fine. You chill out you chill out here the side truck
4: all you want, as long as you don't my truck. She don't want to sit. She ain't selling pussy. She pimping. <laughs> I don't
6: know if she was trying to sell her cousin, if she was trying to sell herself, or what she was doing, but she didn't make it very clear.
3: <laughs> you know, y'all got, y'all got team trucking. It was team hauling, bro. They was out there trying to work together to get this change, bro. Like, that's what it was. I get it. Dog, I was, matter of fact,
6: while we were talking about, um, yeah, so I was uh, fucking this this uh, this chick truck at one time. So I was in her truck, and uh, it was so funny, because this chick came, and she knocks on the door. So she sees her out the window or whatever, so she was like, all right, uh, some chick out there, and I'm like, she was like, Well, what, you want me to go to She's like, nah, don't worry about it. She knocked a little bit, she left. So then somebody else came and knocked. So it was some dude, and I'm he's like, So I go up there, and I'm like, Yo, what's up? He's like, Hey, man, I got this chick, man. She's pretty little chick, such that, such I'm like, oh, I'm good, dog. I'm in here with a chick, man. You showed, dog, you know what I'm saying? She coming there, dude. You know, it's like, So she gonna service both? I mean, I don't know what the price was for that. Then she was like, Nah. So I was like, well, no, because I was going to think about that. I am like, well, you know, man, depends <laughs> on how much it was, you know, <laughs> just, promptu- you know we, we <laughs> can make, we can make. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, we, it, no, 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 I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Roy, is yeah. very,
4: Roy is very anti-threesome. We just found this out. Yeah. Why are you yeah. anti-threesome, dude?
6: <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with being in a threesome?
2: It's too many people to please, Tony.
6: Okay. It's two people. But you hey, got another person to help you please the other person. Teamwork <laughs> made the dream work make the crap. Right. It ain't like you got to do it all Somebody by yourself. high five,
3: that man. <laughs>
6: Keep going. It's like you, you, and, you, you and your chick working on that chick, you and that chick working on this chick, and then they both working on you. What See, everybody's, you know. You know
2: Doing. Maybe I did it with the wrong two girls because they wouldn't study my I ass. I think
6: so.
5: <laughs> I have one quick question. Sure. Best three truck stops. Oh,
6: God. Okay. Brand uh, or
2: like specific
6: locations, JG?
5: Brand.
6: They all about the same. Honestly, it just depends on which one you go to. Do
5: you like Bucky's? I mean, uh um,
6: pilots and Loves are great. Um okay. Just... It's just as long as you go to a newer one or one in a nice area where they keep stuff clean. Uh, just, you know, stay away from niggas. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know.
5: Okay, thank you. Yeah, and,
6: you, you know. <laughs> stay away. <laughs> <with> you. <laughs> yeah,
2: I like flying J. I don't mind travel America, but flying
6: well, pilot flying J, they the same. They the, they yeah. they owned by the same company. What okay. about loves? Love, loves are great. Love they putting loves up everywhere, so you can find a lot of new brand new loves, and so. That's my favorite truck stop, for sure. They'll typically be clean, even though that one in Nashville is disgusting.
4: Um, they redoing all the bathrooms at Love's for the last two years. I ain't been in the Love's in the last <laughs> two years that didn't have toilets outside because the bathroom's getting remodeled.
6: I think you're going to be doing all the damn remodeling. Pilot doing, <laughs> pilot doing the same thing. I don't shit
2: at truck stops on the road. I shit at hospitals. <laughs> uh,
6: conference I am about to say, I hit up hotels. If I could pull this truck up into a hotel or a hospital, I promise
3: you all would. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> That's the best place to shit on the road. A hospital, like Hospitals a and hotels. Floor. I agree with
3: this. <laughs> I agree with this. Like
2: big conference centers. It'll in definitely hotels. be sterile. Normally ain't Terrible. nobody in that room. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> Raw dog, that toilet's <laughs> steep.
4: <laughs> you know? <what> I'm saying? <laughs>
6: You know, sometimes yeah. I be like, shit, I need to bring my own Lysol and clean shit. Okay.
1: You know, I'm
6: That's okay. And I ain't
4: even
3: gotta sit on it economy. and still be wanting to clean that's
4: that okay, shit I'm Tony. Like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
3: Is there is there is there a food? That's my last question. Is there a food, Tony, that you know you can't eat while you on the road just because of what it might do to your system? <laughs> uh crystals.
2: Really? <laughs> Crystals and White Castle, them little square burgers.
6: Yeah, yeah, nah, dog. I I won't make it to wherever I gotta go. <laughs> ten minutes later, I'm gonna be. Every ten minutes, I'm gonna have to stop. You know, but that shit like laxative.
4: Thanks. <laughs> that's that's. I always tell Crystal, that's my Taco Bell. I that's... love Taco Bell to death. Can eat it all day and night with no problems. I eat crystals. I'm gonna have to shit before I get through the second crystal, I promise. <laughs> but I love that place. God. I ain't gonna make it through the meal without shitting two times.
6: That's why it's so good to eat it when you're drinking, because like it gets all the <laughs> alcohol back about the system. You take a shit so quick, you be feeling better and shit. Like, damn,
4: all right. Oh Tony. I'm ready really?
6: to go back. <laughs> you know really, what I mean? <laughs> I'm telling
2: you. <laughs> I feel like much slack like with the rod, we've learned a lot of things. We've also learned some things we probably shouldn't have
4: learned.
2: (laughs) Each
4: one. Each one. (laughs) (laughs) Let them
6: know.
2: Tony, brother. Thank you so, so much, man. For real. Respect to you, brother. See you out there on the road, man.
5: Be careful.
6: Y'all have a good
2: one. Yes, sir. After the break, we're going to holler at uh, a job fair two-timer, man. This is Rod's Relationship Fair. We'll be right back.
7: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
1: Right rug flooring.
2: Rod's relationship fair is rolling along. Thank you to brother Tony. Just came on the program. Rod Rod, is that your older brother or younger brother?
4: Um, we're technically the same age. Tony's a couple months older than me. Um, but he's my technically he's my stepbrother. Gotcha. You. you got okay. one of them daddies like my daddy. So we yeah. were, yeah, my mom, my mom married his dad. Oh, when that's we, dope! When we were like ten years old. Okay. Mm. So, so Tony's a couple months. Yeah, we grew up together, so that's that's how we're so close. But yeah, Tony technically she's my stepbrother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just say my good. brother. Yeah, that's, what's up. that's your beautiful. Brother. But yeah, but yeah. the age thing it always throws people because whenever we're together, people are like, so. You know who looks more like their mom or their dad? Well, I was like, well, he looks more like his dad. I look more like my mom, and then they're super confused. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, we're we're step brothers. <laughs> yeah, I think
2: all that step and half shit—just that that prefix on the word brother—I think it just boils down to your relationship with yeah that particular sibling. Because I have, yeah. I have some half siblings who I say are my brother. Mm-hmm. They're all halves genetically, mm-hmm. but some I got like when Nars, like when Justin comes on the show, that's my brother. Yeah. Grew up the, but then I got other ones who I ain't seen but three times in my life, and one of them was Daddy's funeral. Nigga, you are a half, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and it's nothing personal. I don't mean anything, but but it's just I cannot give you the title of full sibling, and because it ain't been earned, and that's some shit you gotta earn. And from the sound okay. of Tony. Sounds like you and Rod, sounds like Rod and Tony was watching a lot of the same porno <laughs> and reading all the same pimp books.
5: Right.
3: They just shared. They just shared a copy of Iceberg slim and passed it between each other, type shit. Like just. Yeah, that was your being brother. Being
5: a sibling, but I'll I'll just leave that alone. Okay. How does somebody earn see. daddy
2: versus father? They do the same shit with deadbeats. <laughs> when when your daddy ain't around, they just go, you just a sperm donor. You ain't my daddy. You say all that yeah. goofy shit.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's that's um, the facts. It is all about relationship. That's mm-hmm. just people putting qualifiers on to let you know where y'all stand. Uh, real quick before
2: we get back to these phones, JG, um, that Royce Job Fair Gmail inbox um, has apparently become your little therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> no. Before. No, 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 no. Not for you, for, oh, okay. for <laughs> the listeners. Because I guess they just assume don't none of us read none of the email. They just not think they're talking to you
4: <laughs> and you alone. That's it. Yeah, every email oh. starts with hello, J G. Hey, JG. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jacqueline.
3: Just, okay. <laughs> but the rebel us, check just, it. Yeah.
2: Jacqueline might be the one to reply on the behalf
4: of, but yeah, y'all be y'all be talking about shit, and it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah, I mean, that you know, is not Twitter. true. People send us
5: the sweetest emails, but it's in my direct messages where they really get serious, uh,
2: way personal. Okay. All right, crack them <laughs> open. You want to crack some of them open?
5: No, no, no. I just want to share one small <laughs> bit of thoughts from what I've experienced overall, as it relates to love, marriage, romance, all the things.
2: And your DMs, what do you, what do you have in your DMs? You're talking about advice for people. Just, this is marriage work. What else?
5: Um It's just a bunch of women and a couple of men. And they're just wondering, kid you not. I'm just, they want to know if I know magic words for love. I do not know. Any
2: magic words Proposed to so many times. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> The proposal master. How do we also get your skills? All right, well, teach them. Teach them. Proposal no, no, master.
5: No. I am not a proposal master. I don't know any magic words as it you relates
2: just to love. loose diamond like this. <laughs> Come on. microphone.
3: I've been, for, I've been asking people I've been asking for two weeks When you find a loose bag of diamonds, what does it mean to you? You know, see, I needed to know. Like, I thought I had missed some shit. So like, yeah, no, nah, drop it. What I
5: do know is that love is not complicated. I know that love is deliberate and I know that it's delicate. And I know that disagreements are unavoidable, but a decision to stay together is a choice. And I also know whatever you mismanage, you lose. So that's what I know. And stop
4: trying to marry people that don't want to fucking marry you. That yeah. part The simplest answer to your questions about how do I get proposed to is to date somebody that wants to fucking propose to you. The last thing you want to do in this world is marry, motherfucker. You had to beg and manipulate. Right. to marry. right, right.
5: Yeah, a man's greatest investment is a smart, ambitious, and beautiful woman. I am not kidding you. But if he is telling you things like, I don't believe in marriage, Listen to that mess. Don't stay around waiting on that. He's telling you, I don't want any more kids. And you know, you want kids. Don't stay around waiting on that mess. He's staying at home still with his girlfriend or his mama. What back. That's the dumbest mess I've ever seen. That's why you might not be getting proposed to because they're not ready. So stop hanging out with people who aren't ready. You're wasting your time and you're blocking the opportunity for those who are.
4: Yeah. you're obviously not ready if you're doing those things.
3: I would also highly suggest that you don't uh, refer to your impending to be other person as an investment that will go very badly. Don't don't sit up here <laughs> and say, like, girl, I want to marry you because I'm down to invest in your future. It ain't about that. I, yes, I don't you know. do. No, you yes, don't. You do. I've been married yeah. for 13 years. If I go upstairs right now and call my wife and say, baby. You are an investment. I'm getting divorced. It's not the way it works. Look, she, blank. she is a good investment. You just nah, can't say it. No, no, no. Look, I'm it's the only married person here. It. I'm the only married person here. And I'm going to tell you the best advice that I ever got about marriage or any of this relationship shit came from my mother-in-law when I was still dating my girlfriend, my wife. Now, she told me to my face. She said, I taught my daughter how to keep a man. I said, well, what's that? She said, balls, empty, stomach full. It's the best fucking advice Jesus I've ever heard, it's the truth. It works. I've been here for thirteen years. Jacqueline, Ralph. was so eloquent. Don't Ralph eloquent. me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't supposed to be eloquent. Let her be <laughs> eloquent.
2: <laughs> was so eloquent. Mary Jane, eloquent. <laughs> <Ralph>. Mary Jane, <laughs> Jane eloquent. me a sandwich. Hey, and you're both right. I, will I'll leave it at that because these people DM Jacqueline, so I'm not going to mm. add anything. I'm on the other side of her breakup, so I don't. You don't listen to me for shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, can't help you motherfuckers at all we I need not to have Roy's semester.
4: relationship fair where you know let it all fuck out we oh do.
2: wow
3: we will this
4: never... nice. you have been very anti-love yo can we imagine if we did the Roy shit like
3: a love connection where we had to actually sit up and like have the different women out there we had to pick for oh that would be wonderful no. yeah. yo
2: you want to hear some sad shit you want to hear some sad shit
5: <laughs> oh
2: I was at a, um, I did a, Rod don't know what I'm talking about, where in Birmingham, they would do these little Valentine's auctions every year with the quasi local celebrities of like oh, whoever, yeah. whoever the popular, like it was me, a couple of DJs and like whatever Kappa is fucking some black business woman. <laughs> Some relevant party promoter and then like a an ex Alabama receiver that didn't do shit.
6: <laughs> oh shit.
2: And they put us all on stage and they let these women bid on us and niggas was going for three or four hundred dollars, nigga, I went for twenty five dollars. <laughs>
5: <Damn. laughs> Uh-oh. You didn't plant someone? No, I didn't know that. The, I thought I thought I had the sauce. Those are all plants. <laughs> I wow. thought I had the sauce. They gave them that two three hundred dollars to bid on them, Roy. I oh my gosh! This.
2: I was wow. the co-host of the morning show at the time. I thought I had the fucking. I'm on ninety five seven. Baby, you don't want none of this. Nobody's dick.
5: ever seen you on ninety five seven. They heard
2: you. Mm.
4: <laughs> Messed up, man. That's mm. that's messed up because DJs, that's that's a real pussy getting business, man. Back when I was in college, it was a 95-7 DJ. Me and him used to be sneaking in and out of girls' dorms at the same time. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to that brother. Mm. Yeah. I you won't say no more was... than that. Mm. <laughs>
5: Ladies, seriously, stop begging men to do anything. There's somebody else out there for you. I promise.
2: And we'll end right there. Jacqueline, that's very beautiful. You should have your own talk show. Like you're, <laughs> you're very, you're very, I'm serious. Your like kind. you're just very direct and to the point. And we'll let you say everything. Then we'll let Rod and Ralph just come in and clean it up. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Empty balls. And, uh,
4: get on that goddamn stove. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> somebody's got to give them the real. Jacqueline is going to get as real as her professionalism will allow her. Right, and then we'll just come in and give you, you know, like a, a nutty professor. We will give it to you in rich dummy terms. <laughs> we'll <don't> break <laughs> it down for all the rich
0: dummies. Oh, oh wait, dummy. I got one more
5: thing. Do this. Make, do use it wherever you want. And like I said, I can only speak from my own experiences. But a man has to tell me that he's interested. I meet their transparency with my own. So there.
2: Okay. Fair enough. Got to remember the two timer club. You may remember that international players episode from November of 2021. JG, who is on the line?
5: We're joined by Tappy. Taps is the founder of the ice cream shop Tappy Tappy in Cape Town, South Africa. Just like you said, listeners might remember him from the international players. I think it's spelled players, but I'm going to pronounce it players. Yeah, that (laughs) episode from last year today Tappy will be talking with you Roy about a previous office affair turned love triangle from his days in higher education
2: I know this didn't happen in a truck but I think it's fair that we take a quick detour for a friend of the show and um Hear about some of this workplace fucking. That is the purpose of Rod's Relationships Fair. Tappy, uh, welcome back to the show, brother. Thank you for whatever the fuck time it is over there, for you uh, <laughs> coming back on the run with us.
8: <laughs> Thank you for having me again.
2: Walk us through this now.
8: So <sighs> be- before before I start, I'm going to preface this by saying, I was young, I was foolish. It was different times. this is different times. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> This was maybe, what, I'm 36 now. So this is what I back when I was like 24, like 12, 12-ish years ago. And I was navigating life a little bit differently because I, was, I wasn't aware that I, I didn't like monogamy. But I didn't realize there was an option that was ethical. So right now I'm an ethical non-monogamist. I'm very clear now that this behavior is, <laughs> at best, dubious. But basically, I was doing my master's at this point. And then we got a new <laughs> intake of honor students. So that's like the fourth year of uh, varsity in our, in our timeline over here. And uh, I start this re- this very casual sexual relationship with this woman. And this is going on for maybe six to eight months-ish. And at some point, another dude in the department, uh, I think he was a master student as well, he comes to me, he's like, hey, man, I need to ask you for some advice. I was like, oh, this is strange. I don't really know this guy this well. Um, so this is coming out of nowhere. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, sure, man, let me help you out. What's on your mind? And then he's explaining, oh, I think my girlfriend is cheating on me. Um, she's very suspicious. Oh,
7: no. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <she's>
8: <laughs> oh, no. She is very, she was very, very light-skinned. So she bruises her skin very easily, right? So it's like I keep seeing all mm-hmm. this marks uh, on a body. I don't really know what's going on. I
4: was like, ah, you've been manhandling that thing.
8: <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm into like kink and BDSM, so the bruising yeah. was quite significant.
2: No, you didn't talk about none of this shit when you came on talking about ice cream, nigga. This is <laughs> 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 JG. JG, you remember Tapia? When he came on to, yes, I have ice cream, and it is about <laughs> empowerment. Mm-hmm. I
4: flavor mm. every week. Yeah. Yeah. I do not repeat the flavors. Yeah, fifty shades of flavors. Mm. <laughs> fifty shades of flavors. <laughs> I I... All right,
2: so keep going, keep going, Tappy. So you yeah. and this girl into you know ropes and a lot of a lot of kinks that leave bruises, and this brother is finding yeah. the bruises.
4: And her boyfriend yeah. is the one who wants advice. About his girlfriend From, me. from the nigger she cheated <laughs> <laughs> with
8: Right Keep going. Keep going So I'm like Oh who's your girlfriend I didn't even know you were dating someone It's like oh it's XYZ. I was like Internally I'm like Freaking the fuck out I'm like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine this I'm having this conversation This is like some scripted show shit Right And I'm like oh no That's really fucking brutal man I didn't even realize oh. So he's coming to me Because everyone in the department Knows me and this woman Are quite close Right <laughs> But everyone else knows me and this woman are fucking, right? So he's the only one doesn't know. So because to me, it's not some big secret, right, at this point, because I don't know if she's got a boyfriend. She hasn't told me either, right? So I'm finding out with him that oh, <laughs> it's me. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so then I offer my address. I'm like, oh, man, that really sucks, man. Um. I don't really know how to handle this situation for you. Um, Maybe have a conversation with her, trying to come to an understanding why this is happening. Maybe really find out, is she really cheating? You know, I'm trying to cover my bases. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, maybe just imagine all this. Now, somehow there's an element of, like, gaslighting this brother because I'm trying to save my skin. (laughs) But um, the really fucked up part after all that is we didn't stop, right? So I was like, <laughs> this, is, this, this, this isn't my problem currently.
2: But Tappy, at no point did you pull this woman to the side and go, hey, baby, listen, you got to start icing these bruises or something. (laughs) Uh, You ain't got no concealer, girl? Keep your clothes on when you fuck your other dude so he don't see. (laughs) Um, Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Now, Rod, the question to you. Mm -hmm. What do you do? What advice should someone give if you are talking to the dude that's being cheated on and you're the side dude? Hmm. If you side dude, mm-hmm. you're the, what is there any advice? Should you come clean to the main dude about what you're doing with his woman, or well, do you just play it the way Tappy just played it?
4: It depends on if he if he comes to you like a man. I've been in this situation before. Hmm. One time in college, a guy heard I had been smashing his girl, and he approached me but I didn't fess up to it because he didn't come at me like a man. He came to me on some hoe shit and you know, he came up to me outside the calf. She's out there with her friends looking sad. He's with his friends and he comes up to me. He was like, listen, man, I've been hearing some stuff and if it's true, it could really help me out. Cause I've been trying to find a reason to break up with her. So I just want to ask you. And I was like, man, get your hoe ass out my face. Like, I've been fucking your girl and you coming to me hoping it's true. Like it's a favor. And I told him no, just because he was a bitch. (laughs) So I I understand not wanting to out yourself in that situation in Tappy's situation. Like the dude didn't come to him saying, I know you've been having sex with my girl. So there's no reason to reel that part and destroy their relationship or create a bad situation between Tappy and old boy. So the advice but, he gave him was correct. Oh. I mean, me personally, I'm a, I am don't like drama. So I'd have cooled it out till she got that straight. And we'd have had to come up with a contingency plan to, so we can move hmm. in secret and in peace.
8: <laughs> what, but, so this is the interesting part, right? Is we ended up, we continued for a bit longer, at, at least maybe another half a year. Mm-hmm. And then our... Our thing ended because she found out from her housemate that I was sleeping with her housemate's friend from some other time. So she then's like, Why are you sleeping with other women? I'm like, but that was always an agreement. We were never this thing. We were never dating.
4: Yeah, I understand that. With the women you mm. cheat with get like that. It's very clear when the woman wants you to be faithful to to her cheating. I've never understood that. I've been, hey. I've been there before. I've been there before. It's very weird. Like, are you fucking other girls? Like, you got a whole nigga's last name. Don't question me about what I'm doing out here. <laughs> 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 He's got a whole nigga's last name, Stop. So not...
2: <laughs> let's wrap it here, but let's but let's leave the folks with some knowledge, Rod. Right? What is the appropriate way for a man? Because I feel like if he's talking if somebody stepped to you like a man, loot man, I know you fucking my girl, then I would make the argument you shouldn't even step he shouldn't even step to Tappy in the first place. He should have went straight to his girl and went, I know what's mm-hmm. going on. Goodbye. I mean it's never true, had words with you.
4: But everybody's everybody doesn't have that pimping in them.
2: That's true. Okay, so then if the conversation is to be had with you, what is a conversation that is not on some whole shit?
4: Um, How should the conversation
2: have gone for you to tell this man the truth?
4: the conversation would would have to be Mm. you opening up with, I know this is happening. I know it has happened and you have to establish whether or not you're angry with me or if you're just trying to get some straightening to make your next move in your relationship. So if you want to come to me and say, listen, I've been hearing things. I've been seeing things. I know y'all been fucking. And it's like, okay, bet yeah we have and then it's like okay what you want to do now you trying to squab or are you trying to get your thoughts together and figure out should i leave her Mm -hmm. how serious is it what's going on with y'all we can have that conversation all day as long as you're keeping a level head and cool about it
2: hey rod i heard you banging my girl can we establish a schedule? Can I add you to my Google <laughs> calendar
3: and we figure out which days? Can I just get Tuesday, Thursday and Friday?
4: Yeah, I'm I'm down I'm down with that, man. Like I like just because somebody's sleeping with somebody else doesn't mean your relationship has to be over. Something that all people need to do is establish what a relationship means to them and not worry mm-hmm. about how it's been formed in their mind since childhood. You have to do what makes you happy and what's best for your situation. Because if you're with the right somebody and they like to have sex with other people, then you have to decide which is more important to you, being with your soulmate or being with somebody that's not ever gonna sleep with somebody else. And you just have to be mature enough and smart enough to come to terms with that kind of shit. Like Tappy was saying earlier, like he was out here trying to be monogamous or pretended to be monogamous, but he was going to fuck some holes. That's just how he does it. And then he finally matured to the point where he could say to himself and other people, we can do whatever you want to do, but I am going to sleep with other people and you just make your decisions based on how you feel about that. But this is what I'm going to do.
2: Now, JG... With this being happening in higher ed and you having been in higher ed at a number of institutions over your career, when people in the office are having sex Mm -hmm. and word starts spreading around, how do you stay? Because my default is to try to stay out of anything happening with coworkers. I don't want to be around when the gossipy conversations are happening. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the person whispering and all of that. So how do you avoid Being in them circles, because that's the first thing dude said to Tappy is I've been hearing things around the office. Well, now that may come back and fuck up my employment status with one of these people at some point. So what are some ways that you can move in and out of them gossipy, you know who fucking type (laughs) conversations that happen in the office?
5: You got to be two people removed from it. So I have two people who are below me who are listening. And when it rises up to something that I need to know, that's when they're going to tell me. But I don't need to hear the he said, she said, they did part. Now, if it's going to start impacting their work and my money, that's when I need to know about it. Otherwise, I don't care what anybody else is doing.
4: Yeah, can't can't disagree with that. Yeah. Stay out of it. Keep it in your pants. It's the easiest way to stay cool with all this shit. Keep yeah. it in your pants at the fucking job. But much respect to Tappy's game that my man had been hearing from everybody that she was fucking somebody, but nobody told it was you. That's real pimping right there. The fact that he gas let him ride. You're, you're commanding respect around that office, <laughs> and that's dope. Beat the shit out of Tappy. And
5: I don't see an issue, actually, with coworkers dating. I I have no issue with that at all, as long as you know how to date and not be in these gossip groups at the office and bring that mess to work where you're not getting anything done. I don't care what you're doing after you leave here. I don't care what you're doing here, as long as it's not messing up my money.
4: See, most people can't do that. That's the reason companies put that type of shit in place. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's like leaving a seven-year-old at home by himself thinking they can handle it <laughs> just because you've seen them do it all right. It, yeah. it's just, how about we just make a rule? Don't leave seven years home by themselves.
3: <laughs> and that's why the companies do
4: that. Most people can't just fuck and keep it cool, keep it quiet, keep it casual. So mm-hmm. how about y'all just not they fuck sure them? can't. Or you fire
3: <laughs> It's even worse in places where the where the employer encourages it, because when you're at a place and it's not encouraged, most people are, I feel are a little bit more inclined mm-hmm. to shut the fuck up about it. But when you're in a place and and the employer is like, no, please go ahead, you all can date. Yo, casket's super sloppy, and, and I agree where I put it. It's like it's it's a, it's like leaving seven year olds in a room alone with a whole thing full of finger paint and telling them don't touch shit. You come it. back. The whole room is gonna be Picasso'd out. TJ no Holmes and Amy
4: it. Robach in that situation right now. They didn't break any good morning America rules or ABC rules by dating. And now they ass is off the air because that free will and shit, they got sloppy, mm-hmm. got stupid, mm-hmm. and now they not fired, but they ain't mm-hmm. on TV.
5: <laughs> it's even worse because mm-hmm. I don't care how many people each one of them did or did not sleep with. But they're coming down on him even harder, not saying that he was absolutely correct in anything that he did. Yeah. But There's she's around him. doing what she wants. Yeah. To do. yeah, it's a pattern for him. I get it.
4: This is the first time they've heard her do that is 19 women. He just slept with at that job in eight years. <laughs> I
5: hear it.
3: But, you know, when you're in that when you're when you're in that situation and you are the guy sleeping with those women, regardless of how you might get treated socially. When it comes time for your promotions and it comes time for you to move up and down the ladder, they bring oh, that right. shit up. You know, like, oh, I don't know. We can trust you to move up because, you know, you see me with you're sleeping yeah. with all the women in the office.
4: Yeah. It's bad optics. Like I always say, white culture is only concerned with how things look. They don't care how things are. And when he was sleeping Absolutely. with all these women at the job, nobody gave a fuck until that shit mm-hmm. became publicly attached That's to right. that station's image now he fucking up.
5: And I'll just leave it at this. B, I don't care if they are separating. That mess ain't cute. It's not cute at, at all, all to have to walk into an office and everybody knows that you've been sleeping. A- your ex-husband or Ooh. ex-wife-to-be yeah. has been sleeping around. That mess ain't cute at all.
4: Because that's the first thing they think is they're not thinking, oh, this happened while they were separated. The first day they think it is: is this why trash. y'all got separated?
5: That's trash. That's why I don't even play like that. That's straight trash.
4: Keep it in your pants at work people is not hard again date who you want to date
5: but just make sure it's clean even at work
2: i know you got a question third but all i'm gonna say to you Tappy, mm-hmm. is that if you are the difference with this tj home shit and this tappy shit is that none of them estranged spouses are working at good morning america three <laughs> all right <laughs> if I'm mm. working with the nigga, no, it's fucking my mm. girl. I got
4: to swing on you. We got to, one of us has to go. Oh,
3: GP, we got see. One of us uh, us five minutes go. ago,
4: Roy was talking about how you should go straight to your girl and not the dude. <laughs> now he's swinging on niggas. <laughs> see, I told you, everybody, everybody does not have that good pimping in them. Everybody's not emotionally sound enough to handle. Feeling like that,
2: Rod. I'm not gonna let you keep coming on my show calling me a simp once a month. For, for the entirety of the job fair. For the entirety of this podcast, you'd be sneaking in calling me a simp, and I've been letting that slap.
7: I'm emotional,
2: Rod. I care. I'm not a simp. I care. Gracious, as always, Uncle Tap. Thank you for calling the job fair, brother.
8: Thank you very much. Have good a good meeting.
3: day. <laughs>
2: after, the break, after the break, we're going to talk to another truck driver who's going to break down that world of all the craziness. It's a job fair. We'll be right back.
1: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring
0: at purdueglobal.edu. Rod's Relationship Fair, and
2: we are bringing it home. We're talk about the world of truck driving. This go-round for relationship. Eat, bound, and down. Loaded up and fucking <laughs> we got three lot lizards in the car and a short way to get there. I,
5: love
3: that one. All right, I got
2: three girls, fuck, but only got two condoms. You can get them down there. Watch your <laughs> Y'all had me and
3: then you're like, OK. <laughs> so, you
2: know, I really do appreciate the truck drivers coming on, you know, because, you know, Trucking, and I've said this before, they are the red blood cells of this country. Mm -hmm. Commerce does not move if a truck driver does not get up. Therefore, I am pro blowjobs for truck drivers. What? At every truck stop.
4: Amen. All right now.
2: I wish there was a tip jar at every Flying J and Travel America I pass, where where if I know this money is used specifically for you to have some prostitute sex. Right there in that fucking trucker's lounge. JG, introduce our last trucker.
5: We welcome longtime listener and friend of the show, Corey. Corey actually inspired the theme of this week's Rod's Relationship episode. He wrote to us back Mm -hmm. in October suggesting that we cover relationships, or should we say relationships that take place with truckers such as himself. While on the road, oh,
9: yeah. Corey. Yeah. I, I don't remember right now that.
5: Corey, welcome to the job there. What?
2: Now, we could ask you a lot of different questions about how'd you get into trucking and the economics of trucking and how to be an owner operator. How did COVID affect, fuck all that. Talk to us about that butt naked sex <sighs> that be happening on the job, Corey. What type of sexing is going on? Give us some stories and Rod, I hand it off to you and your curiosities.
9: Oh, um, well, I, I don't have any stores myself personally, but I do have a buddy. Me and him team drove, and uh, yeah. we got stuck. In, I ain't going to name the city because it might get him in trouble for <laughs> it's, it's...
2: What is team driving? Is
9: that like two drivers, one cab? Yeah, two drivers and one truck. Okay. And uh, he got a prostitute for every city he go to. Oh. Prostitute and a weed
3: man. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, homie. Say it one more time. Did you just say he had a prostitute and a weed man in every city
9: he goes to? Yeah. So do most comedians. Keep going. He ordered one, and uh, <laughs> as he was finishing, with it, he offered up like some fries, he just kind of did like the hand movement to an like, no, good. Because <laughs> if
4: I order some pussies, everybody else gonna have some. <laughs> So a trucker, you go
2: from city to city. I would imagine most truckers don't have hotels. And I know some of the trucks, like my, my uncle used to tell me when he was driving for JB Hunt, they would have the little bed in the little hut. It'd be yeah, like a little hut, like like how you haul yeah. got that little that little divot, that little cut up top. Are you driving while your truck mate is fucking? Or oh. do you go inside the truck stop and let them snap <laughs> oh, on no, the cab? No, no,
9: I'm in the truck stop. I'm in the truck stop.
2: And they just fucking in the You got to come back in the sex clout?
9: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's like it's,
4: like, it's like the COVID cloud, but it's made out of sperm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With a of
9: yeah, I hear you, homie. My uh, my friend, he has a website. He goes on. Um... Excuse me. How how sad
4: was he when Backpage got shut down?
9: Oh, uh, very. Like like his best friend died.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Boy, they were selling pussy for the same place as Classic Reeboks and Shoe City.
3: Oh, yeah. All facts. Oh, yeah. All facts. No lies detected.
2: What does it cost on the half hour and the hour for a trucker? Like, how much of a vice?
9: Most of the lizards, it's about the service. Like, 40 for, for, you know, penetration, maybe 10, 20, 15 for, for a little blowjob or... You want it all? It's just a combo package. Around the you world, thirty, forty, five dollars. <laughs> don't you know, have a half.
4: Lot lizards are basically
9: like mm. you know,
4: you know, crack whores, essentially. Like they ain't charging. Ain't no upscale
9: lot lizards. <laughs> nah, nah, they all look like meth, mm.
2: <laughs> Also, that's why the prices are still nineteen ninety seven. Like these are some yeah. 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 Little are hot and ready prices here. They yeah. are competing. Ain't
4: nobody outside of pilot in no Ferrari and Chanel dress. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what have been some of the bad run-ins you've heard. Truck oh, quite a, quite a, quite a few. Break them down. Break them down.
9: Where I live at in Atlanta, there's two two truck stops here that's notorious. It's uh the one on uh, it's a pilot on Vodacris hmm. and that uh Petro on Bankhead.
3: Ooh, that petrol on Bankhead been a problem a long-ass time. That is not new.
9: Oh, yeah, yeah. Any kind of drug you want, you can go over there and get it.
3: You couldn't go there. If you got stuck in Bankhead, you want to get robbed, that's where you go. You don't you don't mess around over there in Bankhead. Nah.
9: Okay, so break it down. The one on where well, that, that one's been on first 48 a few times.
3: Yeah.
5: Oh, that's scary.
2: A few times.
9: Yeah, a few times. Those females don't look like prostitutes, the ones that— because they, they look cleaner than the lat lizards, so— mm. So it's more of a setup. Those are the ones that get you in your truck. Yeah, they get you in your truck, get your pants off, and then some guy come behind them and give it up your truck. Oh, in Atlanta you may be yeah, you might be giving up something else. Oh, Corey. <sighs> Good Lord.
2: You better off just jacking off.
4: Yeah, that's 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 gotta be. I mean, I can't imagine a more like fucked up prostitute getting situation than you trying to get some pussy and pay for it. And then some dude comes, takes your money, your girl, and gives you some dick. That's, uh. that's a goddamn snafu for your ass.
5: <laughs> how often are you away from your wife and how long?
9: The longest was 21 days out. Yeah, it's depressing. Mm-hmm.
5: Let me talk to
2: you for a second, Rod. So now, off of what Corey just said, Rod, mm-hmm. some of the women look better put together, and those end up being the ones robbing you. Definitely. If you are a man, listen, let me say it nicely. If you're an ugly motherfucker, should you not be honest with yourself on why a woman of a certain attractiveness is talking
4: to you and be suspicious of that? Yes, you have to. That you have to do that. Even if they're trying to do it in exchange for money. You should be thinking set up. Uh, I got a good friend and uh, he he might be listening right now. He knows who he is. He has ended up in those situations himself based on like how he looks. And one of the, one of the best ones was he was in a bar and a woman came up to him and started chatting him up. And he was like, listen, just, just tell me what you want. (laughs) And she was like, what are you talking about? He was like, listen, I know what I look like. Okay. So, oh, women sad. that look like you don't come up to dudes like me. So, you like either me. want something or one of my friends in here put you up to this as a joke. And she was like, Yeah, your friends Ooh. told me to come mess with you. He Boom. was like, I knew it. I know it. Wow. <laughs> Be, honest wow. Be honest with yourself. That's not sad. That's honesty. But that's, that's that. most people's biggest problem, though. Be honest with yourself Like, that goes for prostitutes, uh, being set up for robberies or, you know, just people you date in general. If you're honest enough with yourself, you'll realize anybody interested in somebody like you whether this looks of personality <laughs> must be up to no fucking good, because you ain't sure.
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mars. Alright, man, appreciate you, Corey, man. Thank, Thank you for coming kind of hey, on, brother. Man. Yeah, bro. Hey, What's you, up? You? All right. you? All right. Thank you. That's the show. Royce Job Fair. It's a product of iHeartMedia, South Park and Princeton Productions. We did it. That's another relationship fair in the books. We broke down this world of trucking and a lot of fucking. A lot of goddamn tech in that truck driving world. Trucking. JG, you learned a lot today. Did I? (laughs) Well, it sounded like you already knew a lot. I didn't know you knew what around the world was. JG knows that. Yeah, she
3: was hella hip, bruh. She wears hella here?
5: My uncle had girls, and the lady named Horse. She was my favorite. She was so sweet.
3: Why, she, why was she called Horse?
5: Well, I don't know. At seven she
2: and
4: was eight, better than black strap oh, <laughs> 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 When
5: I was seven and eight, I didn't know. It dawned on me at twenty-one. No oh, shit. <laughs>
2: that's, that's the show.
8: This has been a Comedy Central podcast.
1: Right Rug Flooring.